Hello everybody, Natalie coming to live, Spirit and Coffee. On here a little bit later, see if anybody even shows up. However, just have some things on my mind that I want to get off, communicate, talk about, give opinions on, obviously. <laughs> That's what I do, give opinions. Um, just doing a, a audio right now though. So hopefully people will get on and can engage. But, you know, I'm reading right now a lot of, of information. And it, I don't know, for those who do or do not follow me or know me, I'm getting my master's in consciousness transformative studies. There's so much information out there. What is consciousness, right? What is this idea of consciousness? It's, it's huge. It's vast. Consciousness is a huge, vast topic. Um, and no one thing can point to what consciousness is not even science and so we kind of know that science will tell you we don't know what consciousness is they try to put it into a scientific method to understand it and they can't but what we do know is people conscious beings that we are walking on this planet have created these big complex issues that we're facing and they're huge they call them wicked problems problems that we can't even solve with our own brain. We need technology to understand how these systems are so interconnected and that when we do one thing in the system, it's actually going to pull the thread on everything else. Um, but people don't know that we are, it, we're sort of in trouble as a species, not necessarily, I wouldn't say that the planet itself is in trouble. I think we've done a lot of damage as a species. We have um, just by you know, interacting with the planet in a very harmful way. But our species right now, too, is in, in, in trouble. And we are going through a mass extinction. Most people don't even know that. Um, and people say, well, things go extinct all the time. But we've never been through a mass extinction, um, at least not historically that we know. So whenever the mass extinction happened back when, you know, dinosaurs were on the planet, maybe there were human beings that were walking the earth that we don't, we don't know about. And that, that's a possibility, right? Um, but from what we do know, um, we would say no, that there weren't. But we are right now going through a mass extinction. Um, amphibians no longer uh, will be on the planet. But we don't know what that does to the ecosystem. We don't know what it does. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, and this is not to scare people, but it's to understand that we've created these really big problems that we ourselves don't know how to fix. Uh, we as a species are too small to understand the interconnection to all. And I think we've sort of put ourselves away from what's important. And that's the, our connection to the Mother Earth, which is where we were born from, where we came from, how we were created. Um, the Earth itself gave rise to human beings and nurtured human being, and we have totally sabotaged that relationship. What do we need to do to get back into relationship with these systems? And one of the things that I've been reading is living systems. It is a new worldview. Uh, I don't know that I totally agree with this paradigm shift or this worldview. At first, um, I was under the assumption that living systems was closer or going back to spiritual alchemy and talking about natural law um in fact it could include natural law 
but it's still, I feel, a very mechanistic way to look at the situation, very scientific, which has really, really harmed us as a species. There's nothing wrong with science. We became too scientific. We became too observational. We became too objective and we became um, separated ourselves from the earth itself as though we were independent and not part of it. And what we're realizing now is that we are a part of it. And, and some people have forgotten it. In fact, most people have. And if you talk about big, larger corporations, people constantly, oh, well, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? They're disconnected from how what they do is going to impact future generations and our species in general and other species and life forms. So we see that it's been a big detriment to humanity and humankind. And what happens is that we try to fight these within the system itself. Well, we can't because you can't fight a virus with the virus. People are, you know, pissed off and talking about, and I talked about this political arena stuff before where people are constantly saying, you know, there's not gender equality, 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 equality. Not even realizing that the value systems that arose from the system that we operate in do not honor equality period. So how in the heck are you going to say there should be equality in a system that never was designed for equality to begin with? Doesn't it just doesn't make sense. And and people keep fighting a, a losing battle. It's going to you're going to lose. So even people that were really pissed off, I don't get into politics, but it's very plain and simple to see people who got upset about women's rights and laws and and i can tell you that i was upset at first until i started looking into spiral dynamics and understanding value systems claire graves you know i was kind of ticked off by the man to begin with but then i started reading and really understanding what he was saying we have created the very problems we're trying to resolve we as a human race have created the very complex issues that we are trying to fix and it's gotten so far away from us that we don't know how to fix them and we're panicking and we're freaking out and we don't know what to do well here's something create new systems there you go it's easier said than done but it's going to take a whole bunch of people waking up to understand this you're not going to change a system that was not designed for you to begin with okay it was designed for specific people <laughs> And those people were not, they were not Latin people. They were not women. They were white male, plain and simple. That's what it was designed for. Um, they did a lot of symbology and they created a lot of symbols around it. And so we are operating on a patriarchal model. Is it wrong? No, this is not wrong, but it's only part of the story. And if you see, we say his story, right? Well, what about her story? What about our story? What about us having a story, a narrative together, their story? We don't have it, okay? Um, let's see, greeting spirit. Let me just read this, what Chris said. Thank you, Chris, for sort of leaving some, some information. Um, uh, greetings, uh, brief on several international podcasts. I brief on, okay, Netherlands, England, Australia, New Zealand, soon um, South uh, Africa, awesome. Uh, I've just booked more at your site as favorites. Thank you um please reciprocate thereby you can follow podcasts across the globe um uh we're teaching european north america how to survive via food perfect uh preparation techniques uh 
when the Rothschild systems collapse. Yeah, it will be collapsing soon. And so thank you for that. I think people uh, freak out about this, but I don't freak out about a collapse of a system. And here's the deal. Here's the problem. And Chris, maybe you feel this way or don't feel this way. I don't know um, where I get pissed off. I get pissed off because people want to collapse the system, but have nothing to replace it with. And that is total chaos. And the systems right now are designed. They've given us privilege in a way that we don't understand. So much so that if that privilege is ripped from under our feet, we will not survive. So there has to be systems and structures in place, right, of the collapse. And this is where I try to get people to start to focus. Stop focusing on the issues, or you can if you want to. Stop focusing on the fact that the Rothschilds created this. We know that. We understand that the models and the systems that were designed were not designed for you nor I. Okay, it was very, very small. And the, and typically the people that get on here are people who understand this. So what? Now what? Now what do we do? Well, we understand this. So how do we, like you said, how do you survive via food? Good. You're doing something that's going to help people to replace the systems that might collapse. Okay. So what do we do? Because there is a collapse about to happen. And we're it's almost like the, the straw that broke the camel's back, right? It's just one day it's just going to do. Because, okay, here's another thing. And I know people say, you know, conspiracy theory, but whatever. Is um, we're on a Ponzi scheme. America was built on a Ponzi scheme. So it's funny when they talk about Bernie Madoff. I think I talked about this on my last podcast. It just cracks me up. They're pissed at him. They want to blame him. And I'm like, are you really serious? Like the entire system, he just showed those people their greed. He magnified it. He put it right back in their face. What he did was right, wrong, good or bad. I'm not going to say that. I'm not here to judge. But what he did is he revealed what the system was built on. And, and that's exactly what the entire system is. So they said, well, you know, that was the greatest Ponzi scheme. In incorrect. That wasn't the greatest Ponzi scheme. <laughs> America itself as a corporation is the greatest Ponzi scheme and who created it, who's, who's benefiting. Right. And so we always go back to the Rothschilds and all that kind of stuff. So yes, there's a lot to understand about that. But the reality is, is that system that was created is bigger than even the, the monetary system. It's bigger than the housing system. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually created a lot of havoc on the earth. On, on our planet, the very planet that feeds us and nurtures us. And so what's going to have to happen because no one can escape that. No one. I don't care how much money in the world you have. And, and I can go back to, I like to, to quote movies. If you go to the Titanic when it was uh, collapsing and that guy goes to give him all kinds of money, but the, the guy to get on the boat and he's, he throws the money back at him. He's like, we're all dying here. No, no one's going to get out of this. Your money has no meaning here. And at the end of the day, it does it. Where is the real gold? Where is the real money? Well, first of all, our breath is the first. People will say water. It's not true. It's breath. Okay. First, your breath is gold. So how we breathe our lungs and how we filter out the pollution in our body, critical. Okay. Well, we've polluted the skies with our stuff, right? Then, then two, water is important. We're made up of water, right? So water is critical. That's gold. And then food and nutrition, which is the third. And so those three things right there 
plus shelter, right? We need to make sure that we're we're sheltering, clothing ourselves from the sun to protect ourselves from outside stuff. Beyond that, we don't really need much to survive. But most people don't know how to survive outside of that. And so when systems collapse, the privilege that gets pulled from underneath people, because let's face it, America's privileged. They are. The fact that I'm on here on this podcast makes me privileged. The fact that I have indoor plumbing makes me privileged. Hot water every day, privileged. We don't know life outside of that. I go to my local grocery store, privileged. I can get whatever fruits and vegetables, privileged. We collapse that completely, and this is what some people want to do. Let it collapse. Well, yeah, okay, that's cool, but I can guarantee that most people won't survive. And um, then, then we will see a pandemic. That will be a true pandemic because most of the population will die. It's just the truth because we don't know how to survive outside of that. We've been programmed to survive within these structures and systems, be codependent on them. So really hard. And they call them wicked problems. But also on the other spectrum of that is technology. Now, technology, I don't know that technology will collapse. It could. It absolutely could collapse. And that would be a detriment to us because we don't realize how much we rely on technology as well. Okay for electricity, for all the things that we do, right? The water pumps, all the things that are happening, happening on technology. And we don't even realize that. This problem is bigger than our own brain and mind can comprehend. So we've designed technology to understand what they call wicked problems. There's a book you can read, it's called Wicked and Wise, talking about these wicked problems that that you know these, these thought leaders are trying to figure out. It's funny to me because I don't think they can figure out that it's just a model and a system that we're working off that doesn't work anymore, that we need new systems to operate. I thought living systems was the way to go. I kind of going to steer away from living systems. There's something called Terra Psychology. If you don't know what that is, I highly recommend that you go read about it. I'm not an expert. I've just been introduced to this concept. Chris, you may know it um, because you're if you're doing nutrition and you're doing health and you're doing food. Uh, Terra psychology is really about living systems. Um, I shouldn't say living systems. It's more about alchemy and natural law. How do you live off the earth? How do you design and create using earth patterns, using um, honoring the wind, honoring the soil, honoring the water, going back to these ancient traditions, right, that had it right, that honored that we are interconnected to all life, that there is not a separation because we have this God complex. And even in us going to correct these issues, we create more issues. And it, it, this is something Claire Graves said, and it triggered me at first. And I'm like, oh my God, he was right on. The more that we expand our consciousness, the more that we go and we seek to resolve complex issues, the more issues arise, the more complex they become, the more we have to have complex systems to solve the issues. What if we just stopped? You know, what if we just stopped trying to solve all the issues and just be? What would happen then? You know, what 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 would happen? You know, the whole system would collapse and only the strong survive probably. But would we band together? I think we'd band together and try to reorganize in a way that would be perhaps more organic than than before. 
Now, in, in a time of crisis, if, if there was, let's say, world collapse, we saw with COVID, there was all kinds of different psycho, psychological issues surfacing from people. People are not ready to hear the truth. People are not psychologically prepared for this kind of information. It's too much for them. It's too vast for them. They don't know how to take it on. You have to take it in chunks at a time. We want to tell people, hey, this is what's happening and they're not ready for it or you're crazy for talking about it. And that's usually what happens. But the reality is, is that we've got to wake up and understand that we're swimming under the ocean <laughs> of a paradigm, of a worldview. And that worldview cannot be resolved inside the system itself. Okay. And I think Einstein said it, right? Which, which was genius, part of, of Einstein's genius. You can't resolve the issue with the same mind that created it. Well, we're the humans that created the issue. You've got to understand who created the system. You've got to ask yourself those questions. Was it created for you? No, it wasn't created for you. Even if you are white male. Okay, because the system was created on white supremacy, not as white supremacy as white man, but on the concept, an archetype, an energy. That energy then resulted in people identifying as that, but it's caused what? Disconnection from others. So it's really, really, really complex. This archetypal energy is what I call it. And if you read uh, James Hillman, who uh, I think that man was really on to something. If you don't know who James Hillman is, I highly recommend you know who James Hillman is. He was a Jungian analysis. He did he did a study under Carl Jung. But I feel connected to James Hillman in the way that he talks about, um, you know, white supremacy, which is really good. Because what it does is it takes it from the idea of white man into an archetypal understanding. Okay. Archetypal understanding means it's an energy force. So I've taken my ideas. I'll read your, your response in just a minute, Chris. Um, what I've done is I started to talk to that archetypal pattern. What do you want from us? What is it that you're seeking? What do you want to prove? Why, why have you allowed it to go this far? Because we're just actors in this big play. We're just actors showing up in this play. There's something bigger. We have, in other words, instead of being lost in the consciousness of it, we need to rise above it. We need to see it from a bird eye's view. Now, spiral dynamics is a great way to start to see it that way, to start to understand the value systems that we're under. If you're under a capitalist value system, right, you're going to think in terms of corporation, money, revenue, and generating. If you're under a uh, blue, which it, they, they label them different colors, and it's not the chakra system, thank God. They're just colors that they assign to them. If you look at blue, then you're working under a bureaucratic, right, organization, religious sect, value system. If you're green, you're working from an equity and inclusion point of view. But there's this new consciousness that's arising, and it's the holism. It's integration between all of it, not just one or the other. Okay, let's see what you said. Um, the deep state, uh, warped ideology, uh, is predicted on three principles, power, control, and greed. 
uh, well, let's see, power, oh, sorry, power equals control, greed equals wealth, conquest equals land, territory, ownership, uh-huh, the globalists added the fourth, um, protocols, let's see here, of the learned elders of Zion, if you have an email, I will send it to you, um, let's see, my, uh, Spectre, 900 Gmail, if so, please send yours offline, respond. Okay. Yes. Let me send you um, my email spiritandbrew at gmail.com. So what made you uh, log on to this uh, podcast? Was it just predicted? Not predicated. Okay. Predicated. Sorry. Okay. Um, spiritandbrew at gmail. I know the text is very tiny here. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. Um, so, uh, Chris, what made you log on to uh, Spirit and Coffee? Um, I don't know if you followed my other podcasts before and listened to me, but I'm interested to know. You know, I think when I go on, I used to go Monday through Friday, do these podcasts Monday through Friday, like clockwork for four years straight, um, and then sort of went silent and, you know, started to think, you know, what do I really... I don't have nothing to say. There are so many people out there that are trying to wake individuals up. How do I share those resources to other people? Okay. Uh, sense your spirituality. Okay, cool. Well, in, and of course, you know, the topic that I'm talking about is directly kind of where you're headed in terms of your consciousness and, and what you probably touch on, right? Especially if you're doing, talking about systems change and stuff like that. Systems change is, is um, it, you know, there's, there's, I hate to say levels of consciousness because then people think, oh, I'm above, but there's expanded consciousness. And as we expand consciousness, we start to integrate these other ways of looking at things. Systems are, you know, ways of looking at the entire system, not just as this one-to-one -one issue that's happening. The systems themselves have been designed specifically for a result. Um, and yes, as you said, you know, it, it, they have these pillars, right. That you're talking about, it could be a three legged pillar, but now four, uh, pillars that, that they're landing on, maybe their principles and how, and how they do things. There's also symbology that goes, uh, deeply into this and they use alchemy as a way to construct and alchemy really is our connection to language, to symbols and how symbols create. Um, and, you know, we were doing this ages ago, um, but they've designed a sort of a consciousness around these particular symbologies. And that consciousness um, is what we're swimming in. And it's hard for people to understand that they're living in it as the ocean, right? That, that it's the ocean that we're swimming in. And in order to come out of the ocean, we don't even know we're swimming in it. It's like a fish swimming in water. They don't know they're swimming in water. They're just swimming in water, but we're swimming in it. And, and, and so it's hard and it gets frustrating. I don't know how you feel if you get frustrated. I used to, I don't anymore because I recognize that some people won't get it. Some people will. And, and you, you've got to allow people their own journey. What's kind of upsetting about that is that I don't know that we as a species are going to make the changes necessary in the time needed to make it. And I think scientists are afraid of this right now. People are very afraid of, of what's to come. They don't really know if they're going to be able, if we are going to be able to resolve the complex, the issues that we've created. 
we've created them. If we were, um, you know, just bees, we would just be bees and, and, and we would be living part of the entire natural world naturally. But we have pegged ourselves as gods. And, and that's kind of where the issue is that we have dominion. That's another part of language that we use. That's very, I think, toxic for, um, for us and, and for other creatures on this planet. We don't have dominion over anything. We are in connection to everything. Everything is finally interconnected in this very delicate, beautiful way. And that delicacy can be broken if we don't pay attention to it. And then that's kind of what's happened. It's almost like grandmother spider. And if you go back and you look at these ancient um, practices, they talk about grandmother spider. Well, what does that mean? It means that the web is very thin and intricately woven. And, and you can't see one part of the web or the other side. And sometimes you can't even see the web until the sun shines on it. But it traps you too. And it can get you. So, you know, there's this web that's that's woven. And if you cut it, if you cut one piece, it really damages the rest. And we don't see it, but over time it will collapse, right? It, over time, we're pulling on these threads that are so delic delicately put together, interwoven. We are not seeing the results of that mess that we've made until now. Really seen it to the point where we're so comfortable within our own systems that, you know, like you said, if it collapses, then what? But trying to get people to change the system and the systems, I mean, you can keep doing it, but I'm going to tell you right now, you're not going to get anywhere. You're swimming in the same ocean. You have to create new systems. What does, it, what does that look like? I don't know. And nobody knows. There are some groups that are trying to design new systems, new organizational models and charts and structures to operate. But if we're still operating on a top-down approach, guess what? You're just operating from the same system. It's no different. You've got to get innovative. You've got to start looking at old charts and models. Maybe have a council. You know, maybe instead of having a pyramid structure, which is the problem, in my opinion, the patriarchal structure alone is not good. It's not bad, but alone, it's not good. It's it, it's caused so much destruction, just a pyramid. A, a, a pyramid has been a lot of the demise that we see, which is crazy. That top-down approach doesn't work. Only few win at the top, competition happens, all of these things start to occur based on a structure. So what could an organization, maybe the organization's a star with the downward and upward facing model. And maybe there's a council and each person holds a seat in the council and at the center is the majority. I don't know how it looks and who knows what the result of that construct's gonna be either because there are consequences to any structure we put in place. And we don't know what the results are gonna be. We're now really understanding the results of the patriarchal model. It is a pyramid, it's that simple. It's like, it's so simple, but yet complex. And if you're operating that way still, 
I'm the boss, right? Even if you started your own company, you're operating in an old model still. Why? Because we're used to organizing our organizations in a pyramid. There's a CEO at the top. <laughs> it, it was designed specifically that way. And that doesn't create a win-win situation for anybody. So it's going to take us redesigning our the way that we operate in life in general, what symbols we actually use to construct our companies, to construct our businesses. Hey, Poetic. Hey, Swan. So how do we construct our organizations? That's a great question to ask. I don't want to structure it the way it was in the past. What would it look like? Do we have a council? How, how does it operate? It's hard for people to even think this way because we've been trained so much to think in a pyramid. Even our even Maslow's hierarchy of needs is a pyramid. He just plopped a pyramid on top of the chakra system. <laughs> I use that example all the time because it drives me crazy. You know? We just put everything into a patriarchal model. That's that's what we're seeing right now. Now, here's another another thing that may or may not shock you is that we're seeing things that way because that's how our vision sees. Okay, that's what I believe. That because our eyes cross, we're seeing everything through the patriarch. We have to close our eyes to get to the matriarch where expanded consciousness exists. The womb of all existence and creation is in our third eye where it's open and new possibility can come in new ways of existence new ways of being new ways of understanding the world when we open our eyes again guess what we see the patriarchal system okay the matriarch and patriarch should be working together what have they done they've cut off our third eye the, the matriarch and we just feel like we're living in this world and we're just a science project and we're just science. But we're so much more than that. We have experience, we have an imagination. They've cut off imagination. They cut off even in, in psychology. Everything that was ever created starting from patriarchy was put in the system of patriarchy. So it didn't, it's not here to serve women. <laughs> And when we fight the system thinking we're going to win something, we don't win anything. And you're not going to. The system wasn't designed for you. It never will be. We have to create new systems. Hard pill to swallow. It's a hard pill. Pure pill. <laughs> it's a hard pill to swallow. Now, here's the deal. Why am I talking about it? Because I believe in humanity. I believe that we have the opportunity to change things. I think we can. I think that we can live in a peaceful world. I may be optimistic and maybe a little utopian or whatever they call it, and that's fine. But I believe that humans have the ability to be beautiful creatures. And to, to create and live in the world and be of the world. So we have that opportunity and we can do it, but we have to, we have to be willing to create new systems. That means that we get to use our imagination again. Right? 
and and our imagination will create new worlds will create new ways of existence within the world our imagination is very very matriarchal it's it's the chaos too and we get to pull from that and pull this information from something deeper so close your eyes get in touch with your imagination So patriarch was designed to fight war. Yeah, I did a couple of charts just so you guys know from one of my classes. And I did, um, you know, patriarchy um, structures, the impact of patriarchal structures on society, the impact of patriarchy on culture, the impact of patriarch, patriarch on natural resources. Um, because, you know, it sort of has impacted the way a lot of things have go, gone. And, you know, yes, war is one of them, but there's so much more that it has done. And it's not, I'm not saying get rid of patriarch. That's not at all the message. The message is we've gone too far patriarchal, way too far. You know, it, it, it's, it's too much and it, it's causing us to die and it's causing other species to die off too. We need to stop it. Yeah, we need balance. We need, we need to call back the mother and have, you know, the mother and the father both, you know, in the dialogue. <laughs> we need both of them because <laughs> let me tell you what we you know we have misbehaved and we have caused too much anger frustration and too much death on this planet just by our, our craziness and there's no need for it there really isn't there isn't i mean the power control all that for what i don't even for me i don't even i don't i can't i guess i can't comprehend it i can't comprehend why someone would go that extreme right to hold on to control what control they have no control the reality is it's it's false control because eventually the system will collapse you can't you can't artificially create uh bee production they've tried it's crazy right they were worried about the bees because if the bees go away then what there's no pollination and then how are we going to do it as a human species we don't have the capacity to keep up with that we're not gods we didn't design the system like that. Something greater than us designed it. There's a fabric, there's a consciousness, there's this beautiful ebb and flow beyond our own understanding that's connecting the intricacies of all life. And we have no control over it. <laughs> and we're trying to, and the more we try to control, the further away we get, And the more we screw things up and the more we try to control and we just keep creating more problems. We've created this problems human species has. We just have to take ownership of it too and just be like honest with ourselves. We created it. We created the mass extinction. We've created a lot of deforestation, air pollution. We've created a lot of craziness for what? We've created a lot of waste, unnecessary waste. We just have to be able to say, yeah, we did. Why? Because we wanted money and control for what? I don't even, for a yacht. <laughs> Welcome, I haven't seen you in quite a bit. Glad you could make it, Chris. Okay. Um, has a set of certain vibration. Yes, and the, the, the vibrational stuff, okay? You can manipulate and control the universe in the earth school. Uh, we are not wrong. The divide. Uh, Dividends have created the divides, created divides. Yeah. Um, the vibrational level, that's another thing. Um, thank you for bringing up vibration because vibration to itself and the symbols that we use, 
um, symbolize a certain vibrational frequency as well and connect us into the imaginal world of consciousness. So all of this that we've created was an imagination. It was alchemy. It was symbology. And it came from the active imagination. Here's the thing. Our ancestors um, and ancient cultures saw this happening. They imagined it. They saw it. So we have created from our own imagination, our own demise. We, as a human species, we have created the narrative. We have created the dream or the nightmare. We did. We can't point to the dinosaurs and say they created it. We did. We created the science. We created these bulldozers that have, def have uh, taken down the trees. We have created these toxic chemicals that have been spilt into our waters. We created it. Now we can point fingers and say, well, no, it was them. No, it's we as a human species, a human race, and it's our responsibility to remind our brothers and sisters that we did this together and together we can heal. Because if we don't, then we create separation. We create separation and then God complex comes back in and so does ego. I'm better than you. It was you who did it, not me. There's a, a thick knot, Han. No, I can't remember. I think it was thick. Um, and he talks about, and I can't remember the video. I believe it was from this one where he talks about he's everything. He's the murderer. He's the lover. He's the killer. He's the trees. He's the, we are everything and everything is us. And when we can come to that understanding rather than point fingers, then we can start to heal as a human species and recognize that we get to dream a new dream. We get to create a new dream. We, in fact, it's almost imperative for us to survive as a species that we do. Because if we don't, ain't going to go for long. We'll die out. And maybe that's not such a bad thing. But I, I want people to survive. You know, I have nephews and nieces. And I'm sure you guys have children that you want to see to live on this beautiful planet. Okay. Their typing is very dark. Thus, I cannot read it. That is why I mentioned to contact me offline. Oh, okay. Um, uh, God puts back your, what others do not belong, cir circle separates you. So we have an opportunity. You know, I don't want this to be all sad and, oh, we have an opportunity to give back to humanity. We have an opportunity to share our gifts with humanity. Not be mad at our brothers and sisters for not waking up. We've got to meet them where they're at. Some people will never wake up. Some people will never get it. Some people won't. And that's okay too. But we've got to work together as a team, as a collective. Not, oh, my message is more important than your message. Your message is not more important. We all have an important message to give. And you're going to meet people where they're at. Every single person has a message to give to their audience. And it's important that we all work together, that we collaborate together, and that we not get mad at our brothers and sisters who don't understand our language, because some people will not. Some people don't understand what I'm saying. Some people just go, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> and I'm not mad at them. I'm not going to get mad or upset. I'm going to say, hey, maybe this is the person for you. Or maybe something I said 
triggers in them and then they hear somebody else and that's the person that leads them. We need, if, if you guys believe in prophecy and all that, 144,000 ascended masters, well, we need them all. So, and to me, there's more than that. And every single person on the planet has it within them. Every single person has the power within them. Every single person has an important message. Every single person has a purpose to help. We have to work together to create a new narrative. We cannot do it one. It's not going to be one narrative that came from just one person. It's all of us. All of us together. And, and how you give your gifts to the world is exactly what's needed for that audience, for those people. And when they're ready to move somewhere else, you say, go ahead and move somewhere else. Maybe they're done with that message. Maybe they need a new message. But together, we're not going to create a new dream if we don't do it together. And we're going to end up under the same, which is turning into a nightmare more than a dream, right? <laughs> growth and I know they will growth and evolution. I'm telling you, we're, we're, we're the American dream is really an American nightmare, right? It's turned into a, a just a nightmare for people. And, and so how do we, how do we overcome nightmares? Well, I can tell you how I overcame my nightmares as a child. I befriended the nightmare. I made it my lover. In fact, because being mad at it isn't going to do anything. Being upset with it ain't going to do anything. You can be mad at the system all you want. You can be mad at everybody all you want. And that is not going to change anything. Befriend the nightmare. Accept the parts of the nightmare that you're not ready to let go of. Talk to the nightmare. That's what I do. I talk to it. I've talked to the patriot. I've talked. What do you want? What is it that you want? I love you anyway. I'm sorry. Whatever was done to you that you felt like your energy needed to be so loud that, that we've almost killed ourselves. What is it that you're asking? What is it that you want? I love you. Let's be friends. That is not easy. That's like befriending your perpetrator. But that's where true healing happens. We can't heal consciousness until we befriend it. So it's going to be very, 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 very complicated and very hard, but we can dream up a new dream. And that's what's cool. We have this total opportunity to do that. And it's kind of nice. What, what is the dream we want to dream? What is the new imaginative world that we, we are going to create? How does it cultivate harmony and peace? Can we get to a place of peace and harmony? I believe we can. I think we can. I think we I think we can learn to love the the suffering and move through it in harmony without having to go out and harm others too or go harm the earth or to feel like I need more than you or I'm going to boss you or you're I'm going to put you in your place. So we have a lot going on and, and I think it's cool that you guys are doing some great work. I know all of you on here are doing some kind of work to give back to the world. Um, I have made a commitment to myself to um, share as much as I can from the capacity that I have at this point in my life to share 
what it is that you guys do. So Chris, if you want to send me your information, I'm willing to share what, how you're helping the world. What is it that you're doing to, to get, to move people along? We need more people sharing resources like that. And it, it, it the collaboration has to expand and get vast and wide, you know, um, pointing fingers and getting angry, not going to help. Not now. That's not going to do anything. It, it, it's just going to cause more conflict and anger and frustration. Now, here's the deal. If you're at that point, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just not going to move you anywhere. We need, we need people to start being innovative about how they construct new structures, new systems. What would it look like to have a organization that's not based on a, a pyramid model? If you have, um, I give to charity. That's awesome. Charity's awesome. You know, what, how do we organize new institutions that's not based on the, on a top-down approach? What would that look like? How can you get innovative in that? And then not just talk about it, but apply it and see what it would look like. How would it operate? Those are things that are going to help us move forward. But trying to fight the system in the system, especially in America where we're having these, oh, gender equality, uh, you know, um, um, uh, all the equalities, sorry, um, ethnic equality, all these things that we're talking about are not going to change. There's never going to be equality. And the reason why is because, again, the structure was not designed for equality. It was designed on a pyramid. And on a pyramid, there's only one person at the top. That person at the top, it was designed specifically for that type of person. And that person is not you nor I. Now, here's the deal. People will say, well, but there are, there are women at the top. Guess what? Guess how they think. Guess what their programming is. Their programming is not like ours. It's not based on equality. <laughs> how many times have you heard that woman's like a man? She's at the top. She speaks like white man. She's at the top. Because the systems were designed for that. <laughs> And even the white men at the top, it wasn't designed for them either. So a specific set of group of people got together and designed it for their own families, for their own uh, legacy. And that's what that's what we live under right now. So how do we break free design new systems, okay? Figure out how to design new systems okay um and and whatever that is if you have a company or corporation right now even if you're working if you're like hey i want to try designing new systems and you find something where you're like hey i think that my organization can be structured this way and i think that it would result in some different you know different ways of of approaching organizational structure here's here's what i think would work and you apply it i'm willing to listen I want to hear that. That's what I want to hear about. How are people creating new systems? That's proactive. Reactive is trying to change a system that wasn't designed for you. It wasn't designed for you. I'm going to keep saying it a billion times because it wasn't. <laughs> and you could think it was and you can work in it and you could go and you could do your uh, lawsuits and all your things. And it wasn't designed for you. It wasn't. 
So people getting upset. I had a friend today, we're working on some equity and inclusion stuff and I'll end here. Anna, diversity, equity, and inclusion and belonging. And, you know, it's funny. And I, and I said, you know, he said, well, how do you feel about this Latin X stuff? And I said, how do I feel about it? I said, I don't even think it should be discussed. I'm Latina, but you know what? Should it be discussed? No, because the system wasn't designed for me. Why am I going to fight a system that wasn't designed for me? I'm going to create my own system. I am going to get my PhD in designing systems that are inclusive. Why would I go try to break down a system that wasn't designed for me? A government wasn't designed. <laughs> the bureaucracy wasn't designed for Latinos and Latinos. It was designed as a pyramid. All other tarps are they're based on a pyramid structure. That is not inclusive. It's never going to be. Why would I get mad? I'm not mad. When you understand the game, you don't get mad. There's no reason to be mad. We created it. We've, we're living under it. In order to, to do something about it, we have to create something different. Guess what? This is the exciting news. We're at a time where they need people to be innovative and create new things. Because guess what? If we don't, we're all going to die. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. <laughs> we're in for some big trouble for this, the structures and models we've created. And now it's impacting all humanity. And so they're freaking out. And now they're trying to figure out what to do. They're even designing and creating new narratives on cosmology in the beginning of time and what it means. And so look into this stuff, you guys, because it's going to help you to kind of say, okay, well, where do I want to recreate my life? How do I want to restructure it? Do I want to start my own company? If I'm going to talk about these things and I'm upset about equity and inclusion, but I go open my own corporation, well, guess what? Your opening corporation wasn't designed for you. <laughs> Create a new system, a new design, a new way of operation. Not easy, right? Easier said than done, but we complain about the system. But in order for us to create a system, we have to create a new system. Okay. So there you go. So I've said it enough. I've heard Jill into you. like, shut up now. <laughs> already. We get it. <laughs> um, so there you have it. Uh, I just had to get on here and I guess I felt like I needed to just get some steam off my chest. So thank you guys for being on here and listening. Um, you know, thank you for being a part of this. I look forward to hearing from you, Chris, and I sent you my email. So you can send me some information of what you do. Um, and what you talk about and, and how you're contributing back to humanity. Swan, same thing for you. If you're working on stuff that, that's supporting, um, that's fine. I'm a writer. Perfect. If you have writings that, you know, you want to share, share it. And, you know, Spirit and Coffee on Instagram, I think it's Spirit and, at Spirit and Coffee 1, I believe it is, um, soon to be published. Perfect. Then, you know, send stuff you know, and, and share it. You can um, send it to my Instagram. I'll share it. You know, I think we need to start sharing each other's information so that we can um, have a collaborative, a connection. Um, people are doing various different things. Okay. And, and, and we get to share because, uh, you know, even if you are learning, that makes you a teacher, right? And, and as you learn, you teach and as you teach, you learn. And so that ebb and flow, that we get to share with humanity. We need more of us. That's all I'm going to say. So please um, send me that information. I look forward to it. Thank you guys for being here. 
Have a fantastical day, and I will be seeing you guys soon. Okay, bye-bye.